Welcome back to another episode or live of FML Podcast. We back at it again. We start with our new format, man. I hope y'all enjoying it because we're going to keep rocking like this. So y'all make sure y'all get used to it. We got the fellas. We got G. We got Trey. How y'all doing today, man? What's up, bro? I'm feeling good. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. All right. So today, man, we're going to talk about. Let's go. financial topic that uh been on my mind for a little while now and it's um is it better to buy or is it better to rent buying versus renting all right so um i came up with this topic because we always want to own you know what i'm saying especially in the black community we don't own a lot especially when it comes to land uh homes things like that and we always know like you know it's better to own than to you know be renting from somebody else but not always the case not <laughs> always the case all right uh but before i get into you know diving into some of my thoughts and everything uh trey what, what you think about owning versus renting like how you feel about that well i'm big on ownership um i'm big on ownership i come from where there wasn't much ownership and that has been like a primary goal of mine is changing that aspect um <clears throat> i'm looking at myself i'm zoomed in too uh, <laughs> sorry all right yeah so i've always been big on ownership um, I think it's fascinating, but I also think it's a little egotistical, like, I, this my, you know, like, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you hear it all the time. It's like, uh, what do you own? You know, what do you, what do you have? If, if it's not like, if it's not yours, then it ain't nothing to fight over. It's nothing to brag about. You have no control most of the time. Yeah. Uh, I know you're going to touch on, uh, Control versus owning. You want to control everything, own nothing. Uh -huh. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But that's been that's been my that's what I emphasize is man. I I want ownership. And what I like is I want to own to rent. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. I want to own to rent. Like, I'm gonna give out a few properties, you know, a few establishments and rent them out versus own just to say I got this house that I'm living in. Gotcha. Okay. What, what, what's your thoughts, G? How you feel about the topic? Um, then it's always sticky with me when it comes to owning and renting because I like the luxury. Of renting because mm -hmm. if something break, you know, you just call them up, be like, "Hey, they'll fix it." You know, mm -hmm. you ain't gotta worry about all the liability and all that. It's a, it's a, it's a good thing. But on the other hand, owning is always a good, good thing. 
So, I mean, my plan, I had to tell everybody my plan, because, you know, if you tell everybody your plans, I mean, it's not good to everybody tell everybody your plans. Mm-hmm. But More hands in the pot. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I mean, I kind of like... I, dis- I disagree with that, by the way. <laughs> Which one? What you mean? The, the whole not telling everybody the plan type thing. Really? Yeah, because it plays on a um it plays on a on a on a fear based mentality. You know, a lot of people <clears throat> miss opportunities uh-huh. because they nobody if nobody knows what you're doing, what you're aiming towards, what you're working towards, what it is you're trying to build, then nobody knows how they could assist you. Right? So right. uh I really only hear that within our community is us being selfish with our ideas so i have uh i don't really like that that mentality personally i know it it works trust me and believe it works like don't give everybody everything i know that um but you should be able to broadcast your ideas in order to you you never know where the help can come from if i never put myself out there and tell people what it is that I want that I'm trying to, then I would never know or have as many resources as I have. And I see a lot of people with that scarcity mindset that <clears throat> holds them back or they like, man, it's too hard. That's because you're trying to do everything by yourself. You don't know who's out there, who could assist you, who could provide this, who already got this established and could you know, provide something and guidance towards what it is that you're trying to build. So, yeah, I, that, that's my mentality towards like keeping the plan to yourself. Okay, you always give me a different perspective, man. Always, every time. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. So, I mean, <laughs> maybe right, man. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But um, I mean, my goal is honestly, yeah, I would um, in some instances, I like to rent. And then I wouldn't always, if it goes to like to a house, I don't primarily think it's um a hundred percent thing that you should a hundred percent like own a house, own a house all the time. That makes it like like to primarily own a house. That's my way of thinking, meaning that it's a great asset. Don't say it's not a great asset. It's wonderful to own a house because you know you can build it, you get the equity and all that stuff. You know it's a good thing. But mm-hmm. my way of thinking now is I'm thinking I'm always thinking about um. You know, um, income, income while I'm sleeping. So me thinking that if it was a way for me to to rather they say buy a house or for myself like a single family house and I live in it, or like buy like a um like a duplex or buy like an apartment complex, I would do that like a duplex and live in one spot and then rent out the other. So not only that I'm getting income, I probably ain't got to pay my mortgage no more because they paying for my mm-hmm. rent. So at this point, I don't know if I would see myself just being like, all right, I'm just going to buy this house. And then I'm just sinking money in there for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't see no point of doing that right now. I got that from um from uh, the real estate guy, Greg Cardone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, it, it, yes. I, and I was thinking about it. I was like, dang, you're you making a lot of sense. I mean, why not do it that way? Why would I just buy a single family and then... 100% I'm putting money into it. I could buy a duplex <laughs> little apartment complex and I could probably live in one of the apartments and then rent out the other ones and then I ain't, I'm living for free. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it, make, it makes yeah. sense, man. Yeah. And that's, and that's why 
I wanted to bring this conversation up because I know we hear a lot about, you know, home ownership and, mm -hmm. you know, owning a home and, you know, hey, get that house and all of that stuff. And that's great. And I, I totally support it. But people don't tell you, like, yo, you got to be ready when it comes to ownership. Because like G was saying, the responsibility fall on you when it's ownership. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why I wanted to have this conversation because it, it's you. everything is about where are you at in your life? Are you ready to take on this challenge? Are you not ready to take on this challenge? One of the right. things with me, I never had a car note before. Like, mm -hmm. never. I always bought all I'm my cars. I'm envious of you, man. Yo, I, I, ne I never, now, I've been through a lot of cars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been through a lot of cars, you know, because they're a little bit on the cheaper side. But it's a, to me, I just can't, I, I, I hate interest. I hate paying interest. I like receiving interest. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, that's the thing with like some of the home ownership and everything like that. People think they really own the property. And this is a great topic because uh shout out to uh West, uh silent the silent conversations uh yeah. podcast. Um he's in the field of helping people keep their properties after they start like the foreclosure process or get behind on their payments. People don't understand, like, yo, just because you went and bought a house, you're not really the owner of that house yet. You know what not I'm saying? Yet. You're not really the owner of that house yet because the bank still owns it. So the thing is, and this is why I want to have that conversation, because like G was talking about, man, your house is going to be like your biggest debt you're going to ever have. Mm. Your biggest yeah. debt you're going to ever have, yo. And mind you, if you're paying 3 or 4%, which is good interest rates right now, right. you're right. going to pay off that house about two times. So, that's, so it's a lot of money that's going out in there, man. That's 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 getting that's that's getting funneled. But I also want to talk about the positive side too, and touching on what you was talking about as well. You still building up equity. Um, yeah. when the when the market goes up, now if the market crash, there ain't no equity in that property. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing, ain't nothing you could pull out. You probably gonna try not to refinance or something, you know what I'm saying? But but most of the time the market's going up. So you do have equity that's built in it where you can take out of it, use for repairs, fund your business, take care of bills, whatever. So you don't get that you don't get that benefit when it comes to renting. And that's another thing with the home ownership. And then also the, the biggest thing we always talk about. Uh, legacy and you know being to own stuff and pass stuff down yeah. being able to pass that property down keeping the houses in the family for generation after generation after generation and letting and let that be something that you know somebody can always go there somebody always got a place to stay somebody always got um you know something that's in the family name i love so, this i love i love this topic because um for one, I acknowledge that hey, all of us Trigger. just jump straight Trigger, to the house when you said ownership. Yo, before you start, I'm sorry, man. I ain't going to cut you off. I don't want to seem like I'm being rude to you or anybody. Um, We got uh, a guest that's trying to get in. I'm just trying to get them all straight. So I ain't being rude. I'm letting all of <laughs> you go. You think I'm looking down and I'm doing all this. I, I ain't trying to be rude. <laughs> man, I'm not being working, rude to man. my boys. I'm not being rude to my boys. I'm not being rude to y'all audience. I'm just trying to get something straight, man. We're still trying to get this, you know, stuff Dope to y'all. <laughs> 
you know, you know, G, G the background moderator and stuff, man. He he taking yeah, not only right. being a part of the podcast, he also working on the stuff behind the scenes. So, yeah. so I'm not being rude. I mean, once I get things straight, I'm moving like this. I'm trying to make sure stuff. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm listening. Are you good? You good? Well, go ahead, Trey. What you say? Uh, so I was saying I love how when we thought of ownership, we automatically thought of house. Um, there are pros and cons to owning ownership when it comes to a house. You think about it, it is. Uh, it's not an asset until you have equity in it. Hopefully, it's paid off. Um, but that setup doesn't really work for us anymore. That thirty-year, like who we looking at it like. Yo, like, why would, for one, people like us, and a lot of us, it's just a lot of us out there, people like us are on the move, are on the go. I don't want to have to be stuck and tied down to one spot for 30 years, you know? But at the same time, that's someplace that you can call home. That's somewhere that you can always come back. So it's, it is a, a, a like a tug of war when it comes to, ownership um especially when it comes to the house the housing another thing with all of this uh like it is it is beneficial and something that you can leave behind but it's still more that we're learning and in the process of learning to be able to leave that behind and hopefully one day we'll be able to have an episode or further long discussion about how to leave assets behind because that is something that is still pretty new to our culture other than you know oral tradition and spiritual and moral things actual physical things leaving physical assets behind we haven't really discussed that within our culture yeah even if it's set up I've been going through the process with my uh, with my family and my wife's family uh, when people pass who do have assets in place, who do have, and you need to have it in a will. If it's an asset and you holding it, then you need to have it in a will. All of that stuff we'll discuss. But even when it's like that, it's still deadlines. It's still uh, taxes that come with it. It's... Uh, probate and all of this stuff it's still so many jumps and hurdles that you got to jump through in order to properly acquire what is yours yeah. that we don't know about so if you if you yourself are not in a pretty good position then that asset becomes more of a burden you could possibly lose it in the process of acquiring it mm -hmm. so this also affects your moment of grief and cherishing the loved one because now you got all of this other responsibility that you got to handle and if it wasn't properly vocalized and communicated you don't know you didn't know all of this responsibility was on your shoulders you didn't know all of this was coming so that's more of a conversation that we got to have when it comes to ownership yes it could be an asset and it is definitely a plus that we want to leave it down to our loved ones whoever they are whether it's you know uh, sons and daughters, or it could be nieces, nephews, it could be whoever, it could be whoever, grandchildren, whoever you decide to leave, whatever to, 
it needs to be uh we need to learn more about the communication side and how to actually properly set that up and run you through the steps and the processing of it because you can lose it within it and not only that in our community what i've been hearing the conversation is a lot of the kids a lot of us a lot of our generation the younger the, the younger adults mm-hmm. don't want that responsibility so what they're doing is they already planning on selling something that you done took 30 years to pay off. I can't stand it, man. Man, <laughs> you done took 30 years to acquire this one property, pay it off, leave it to this loved one. And they like, I seen what you go through with it and I'm not dealing with it. I don't have the money to rebuild it and do all of the whatever that needs to be done to make it look good. I think I, think I got my fun. own house and problems to deal with. I think it's because they don't see the, they see the monetary value. They don't see the other potential. They they see the the quick fix. They see that oh, I can grab this quick hundred, two hundred thousand, mm. and yo, I'm good. When they don't know, like yo, like I can. What Trey talked about earlier, uh, on uh, nothing control everything. Big keys in the building. So that's what we're gonna talk about. And then in a moment, we're gonna touch on uh. I'm going to talk about a little bit about the trust process to kind of help people with that situation you got going on. But yeah. what's up, Keith? though? What you up to, bro? What's up, fellas? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Not much, man. I just got to work. I'm told. You know, I'm in college. I've been these days. So that joint ain't in the chat? I put it in the chat. It's not working. You. It might be my, my phone. I don't know because I the screenshot you sent me, I ain't had that link under my YouTube or whatever. Hey, y'all, but it's all hey, y'all check, in the, um, check on the live chat. See if the link is there, man, to make sure. Because I thought I put it in there. Listen. It is. It is there. Uh, it might just be a setting on my phone or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I see. It, uh, might, it, might um, be, it might be on a laptop. And Keith, all, all, all of us got YouTube open on a separate device to see ourselves. Only thing you see is your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can only see my mouth. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's crazy. Hey, that's crazy. <laughs> and uh, shut up, <laughs> y'all, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I only do it to get on your nerves now, but it's funny. <laughs> all right, yeah. You you good now, Keith? You good? Uh, all right. <laughs> And another yeah, but- thing that's funny to me, Random, yeah. is all of us guys, uh, Taj had pointed out how we always angle the camera wrong. All of us got hella forehead on this thing. Yeah, we do. <laughs> how do you have the forehead? Uh, what? <laughs> like, so that's not the point? <laughs> no, no, I said, how do you hide the forehead? Uh, like, I got big leveling and lighting, angling. You see, my hands, yeah. my hands a little like this, but on the screen, it just looks direct. <laughs> How long you think we gonna t- it's going to take the bus to get this down pat? Now, I don't know. We'll, we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see. It's interesting, hey, though. <laughs> hey, hey, but look, hey, hey, Keith, man, we got the topic uh, ownership. Versus raining, man. What, what's your thoughts, man? How you feel about that topic? What, what's your thoughts? Oh, uh, man, I, I'm like more recently, like I'm thinking like trade thinking, like, or, or like G was saying, I think I'm I'm not sure which one, but it's like, well, I'm going to tie myself down to this, you know, 
fifteen hundred dollar plus payment for thirty plus years, like anything can happen in thirty years, right? That's and I'm thinking like, why not? I'm thinking more along the sides. Why not have an asset that's paying for itself? Mm-hmm. And if, and I don't have to go through that stress of making those monthly payments. I just got to keep the taxes up on it and everything like that, which is, you know, very much small time. And in the meantime, I can either, if I want to be in the house, I can rent a house without, you know, the interest on it and everything. Or I can just rent an apartment and live below my means while that while all that is building and just keep on uh, acquiring rental properties. And then maybe by the time I have enough properties, I got that, you know, residual path of income coming in, then it could pay for my mortgage and I don't have to worry about it. But Go here's ahead, the Trey. conflict. Here's the conflict with me. Where we are right now, the average rent is fifteen hundred. Yeah, so no. if you're gonna be paying fifteen hundred a month anyway, might as well be on something that you depreciating alone, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean and a and a house is a appreci- appreciating asset. So, you know, you like you say, you will get the equity and everything. It's land just gets more valuable with time. It's, and these times who knows how high it can go right inflation and everything. <laughs> So, Man, I, I saw something that I keep on cutting you off, but I heard that um, inflation can spike to 11% within the next year, bro. That's crucial. They feel like it. The price of eggs, they pass it. Yeah, bro. bro, it's past it. I don't, I don't know how they come up with these numbers, y'all. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. It, <laughs> I'm already. I don't even think there's no measured percentage. They just say it and then, like, all right, because we said that, let's just raise the price of all these fucking right. goods and shit, okay. you know. I meant to do some research. People. I meant to do some research, but what, what I was hearing is they got, like, a group of, like, 20 or 30 things. They look at the uh, price change on it. And, you know, most of that stuff that, like, half the stuff on there don't hardly ever change. I don't know what's on there. But like half the stuff rarely changes or slowly changes. And then they got this stuff like the gas and things like that. So when they take the average of everything, that's why it seems so low. Because the stuff that don't change that much, it's not stuff that we normally use. So that's yeah. what messed up the average and keep the average low. When it's really, man, it's, it's, way, it's over 11% now, man. So I, I don't know what they're talking about. But now we, we back on topic. But go ahead, Keith. You was talking about um, having properties that you own, but you starting to make income off of. Yeah, but another thing I think about is like I don't know, like Trey's the only married one on here. But I'm like, when you when you when you're married and you're thinking about maybe starting to build a family and you need that space or whatnot, you know, wife, you want to be comfortable, or whatever, yep. secure, and all that, all that other shit, you know. Like what, what do you do? You can't, you can't, you know. We ain't, this ain't good times. You can't be good in that one bedroom apartment with you know three kids and the wife and the wife and everything. The friends that come over, you ain't got no space to entertain. You don't want to be living like that. Mm. I mean, but, but if you got the right, if 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 they if your partner has that right mindset, like you'll live below our means, and you know we'll delay that gratification to where mm-hmm. we can get to that point faster. You know, who knows what could work out? You know, you, you can sacrifice and stay in the apartment and going nowhere. Shit ain't going nowhere, but yeah. uh, you know, yeah. And, and that's a, that's the point I want to talk. Either way. Yo, for real, you you f. I don't know. Ag, we 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 not supposed to curse on the lies and stuff, right? Man, say fuck. We fuck. Hey, no, we we trying to monetize at some point. It's been too many. It's been too many. We 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 can do what we want to do, man. As long as you can't talk about the alphabet, people, man, you good. Okay, all right, bet. All right, yeah. Then you fuck, then. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. 
but but the thing is, it's about because because I remember I was like gung ho. I was like a hundred percent ownership, like a hundred percent ownership. And then I I was listening to a podcast maybe like two years ago, and somebody was like, "Yo, like the only way I buy properties." Is to take care of my rent. <laughs> I was like, "What? That sounds backwards to me." But they was like, "It gives them more flexibility." You know what I'm saying? Like, you you do a, a year term with at least they. Uh, I think this couple they uh, I think they was married, but they didn't have any kids. So if they wanted to move around and things like that, they only got a a year lease, and then boom, all right, we can figure out our next plan. It gave them the mobility, but they own stuff, and that's why I talk about that. Uh, own nothing, control everything. You want to be able to control uh, certain properties. So, like, if you own something, and this go back right. into what what yeah. we was talking, uh, what Trey was talking about, um, about like why so many people got to pay uh, real estate taxes, and uh, uh, I forgot the tax. But when when somebody passed away, and you take over their property, mm -hmm. um, inheritance tax. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's another Something word like for it, though. I can't. It's yeah. slipping my mind. I don't know Real why, big. but huh. Probate. Yeah, yeah, you gotta go into probate, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a type of tax, though. Um, uh, it'll come to me. Anybody in the chat, no, put it in the uh, chat. But uh, basically, to avoid a lot of that stuff, you put it in a trust, like, and we'll talk about it, and we'll go into a little bit deeper detail, um, in another podcast. But just putting that in a trust, man, avoid a lot of this stuff because what you could do is you could set up a trust. And all you got to do is set up about two, three, four beneficiaries to the property, whatever you own. You could do a, a cars, um, homes, land, whatever. If somebody passed away, you take them off and you just add another person on. So you don't have to ever worry about transferring anything because technically it never transferred. It always stay within the trust. It's just mm -hmm. the people that's in control of the trust, the beneficiaries are the ones that's making the decisions with everything. So that's why, uh, you know, some of this, the knowledge and, um, and, and doing a little bit of research and also just talking to people, man, I learned this from, a uh, from, um, uh, a tax specialist and his specialty was, um, setting up, uh, trust. And he, look, dude made so much bread, yo, in order to even sit down and start the most basic trust, $25,000 off jump, like 25 grand, man. But because he's saving people, think about how much money people going to say, you got a million dollar house and you was going to pass that down to somebody else. All that money that wouldn't have to be paying the taxes and stuff. And imagine if you just pay 25,000, you learned to put it in the trust and now you're just switching out beneficiaries, man. You save somebody hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, mm -hmm. just for that. So he dealing with big money. He, uh, rest in soul, he passed away, but um, mm -hmm. uh, he was dealing with big money people, and um, and that's what was his starting fee because that that knowledge was powerful. But he was lucky, I was lucky enough to be on a like an hour and a half call where he he shared some knowledge and everything with me and a few others, and um, told us about the power of having everything in the trust, and that's why I learned that saying, own nothing, control everything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man.